we want to thank God for these many years. We will be hearing announcements regarding 60 years of a prophet standing in this pulpit. We are scheduled to have, which you'll be hearing during the month and next month, announcements, which will be on the streaming live. We just want to put your hands together for 60 years, 60 years. course I've only been here three days and a night that's all that's all I've been it, uh, not very long I haven't been here very long just three days and one night it was beautiful amen if you're at home you know I've been here three days and a night amen amen <laughs> praise the Lord praise the Lord uh, yes Lord yes Lord very quickly very quickly I don't want you to labor any of our time Nehemiah 8 and 5 and when he opened the book, all the people stood up. First Peter is our biblical text. First Peter, the fifth chapter and the eighth verse. And uh, I'm going to read from the New American Standard Bible. Be sober, be of sober spirit. Be on the alert. Well, your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking. Somebody say, looking for me. Seeking whom someone to devour. And, and I want to read briefly from the um, Living Bible paraphrase version. It simply says, be careful. Watch out for attacks from the devil, for he's a great enemy. He prowls around like he's hungry. He prowls around like he's looking for a menu. He, he, he prowls around because he's a lion, so he starts roaring. As a roaring lion, looking for some victim to tear apart. That's it. Put a pen there, keep it in mind. Uh, the book of Job, the first chapter and the 10th and 12th, 12th verses. Job. Hast not thou made an hedge about him and about his house? Come on. And about all that he hath on every side. Thou hast blessed the work of his hand. And his substance is, has increased in the land. But put forth thine hand now and touch all that he hath, mm -hmm. and he will curse thee to thy face. <laughs> and the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he hath is in thy power, only upon himself put not forth thine hand. So Satan went forth from the presence of the Lord. I want you to look around at someone even in the empty, in the empty sanctuary worship center, but there is someone here today so we can look around at someone today and say, I believe, I believe that, that the devil, the devil wants, me wants me 
to include in his and on his menu. Amen. You may be seated in the house of the Lord. If I had to tag this message, if I had to tag this message, I'd simply say to you today and to you at home on streaming live, when the menu includes you. When the menu, my brothers and sisters, includes you. Let me just start by saying, my brothers and sisters, we are living in devilish, diabolical times. It doesn't take a brain surgeon or a rocket scientist to discover, to know, to believe that these are satanic, wicked, and supremely evil times. All you have to do is drive down 105 for a few minutes, go a few blocks over, and you'll find out that Satan is still busy and Satan is still alive. And, and if you and me, if we are a Christian, and if you are under the movement, and we are under the movement of God called, it's called regeneration, which is the process of renewal, and not just any renewal, but God's Holy Ghost renewal. Because then this causes the devil then to prowl, when you're a Christian, to prowl, fester, and plague you like a roaring lion devouring you and us because we are the best thing on the devil's menu. Somebody say, I ought to know, I know that's right. Like, like Burger King, where the devil, instead of you, he can have it his way. Because today, more than any other time in human life and human existence or the species from which all modern human beings belong, the devil, Satan, has included us on the menu and he has desired to have it his own way. Well, let me say it like this. My brothers and sisters, just allow me to say, God loves uh, us. God loves when we today, what we're doing at home today, God loves when we worship him, when we, I want to have a God witnesses in this house. God loves when we serve him. God loves when we glorify him. And God loves when we receive, that is somebody on the air or in the house this morning, when we receive a new birth in him. And that is, you know, the main objective uh, of the devil to alert anybody and everybody that he is desperately looking for you and I and a new convert in, in, in uh, showing a sense of hopelessness. Look around, hopelessness in every situation in such a way that he devours us because the menu includes you. All right, all right. Now, I'm not talking about, uh, I'm not talking about Arby's for where we got a slice of freshness or, or Wendy's where it's better than fast food or Papa John's where 
uh, the better ingredients make it a better pizza. I'm not talking I'm about, about uh, Fridays where the menu always, it's always Fridays for the uh -huh. menu. I'm not talking about Subway where you can eat fresh. I'm not talking about Hardee's where the foods are the star. I'm not talking about Foot Ruckers where the menu's in the hamburger. I'm not talking about uh, Pizza Hut where the menu is you and the pizza is great. I'm not talking about McDonald's where I believe we are loving it right now, Mac loving it right now, but Chili's where even the devil wants a license to grill. Because the instances that he includes you and me on his menu. I'm not talking about our adversary moves stealthily wanting to seek and to include each and every one of us on his menu. Right. But that entails, when this entails, what it entails, he wishes and desires us. Well, a menu. What is a menu? What does a menu entail? Well, very quickly... It, <clears throat> If we examine a menu, right. of which many of us have gone, a menu at, in a restaurant, we know the list. This document is a list of foods and beverages that is offered for, to customers like you and me, and you and I, and prices may be a la carte. A la carte? You know a la carte, which uh, presents a list of options from which customers can choose or pre-establish a sequence of courses for that they are offered. Now, <clears throat> there is a breakfast menu. In some cases, there's a lunch menu, a dinner menu, and in some cases, ethnic menu, which involves foods from other countries. A menu then is a list, <clears throat> a specific order of dishes that are served are given into a given meal and we are looking for a special lineup on dishes if we look at our menu for these food items. Uh, they may be classic comfort food, gourmet versions, healthy kids meals, uh, uh, zero uh, calorie food, uh, CBT infused food, uh, uh, vegetable uh, dishes, soul food, Italian food, Mexican food, Chinese food, Greek food, Thai food, Chai food, uh, Spanish food, Indian food, and some of us like that curry delight food. But with every kind of food uh, that we classify and verify, every now and then there is something and somebody that prowls around looking around to include us on this same menu and that's when the menu includes us because the devil Satan somebody I think I have two or three witnesses over here some witnesses at, at home today uh, the devil Satan wants each and every one of us to be included on this menu so so the question is how does Satan create a menu that includes us. All right. There are three indications that bolster and show up uh, uh, Satan's menu. First of all, we are included on Satan's menu of self-superiority. Now you can take a selfie right there. Self-superiority. The menu includes some of us who are walking around with their head in the air, All right. noses turned up, 
with the superior feeling of being super in the head, heavy in the mind. I wonder how I got witnesses. Oh, it's getting kind of quiet in here. Uh, walking around with not even the realization and awareness that you are being served up by the devil. Socrates, one of the three of the greatest uh, Greek philosophers who ever lived in Athens in the 5th century, Socrates left no writings of his own, but his greatest pupil, Plato, has given us a brilliant account of his teachings. Socrates was interested only in philosophizing uh, about human problems, and his guiding rule was to know thyself. He believed that the goodness in, in a man was based on wisdom. And the uh, uh, wickedness of a man was based on ignorance. Doesn't that sound like a truth today? No wise man, no wise man would deliberately choose what was bad for him in the long run, but most men through ignorance may choose an evil which appears to be good at the time. I'm only getting high today. I'm going to lay off it tomorrow. Only choose. Huh? You hear a lot of that today. Smoking out. I'm smoking out. But I'm not saying that's the devil. I, oh, I'm, I'm not going even going to go there. But, but I think I have news for Socrates and Plato this morning. And that is that evil and wickedness chooses no sphere of education or lack of education. It's not about smoke or smoke or being smoked out. It's not, it's, it's not learnedness or ignorance, but evil. The menu includes you regardless of your education, your wisdom, or no education, or how much we know about yourself or don't know about you. The menu includes you. The menu includes you when you think you're the only potato chip in the bag. The menu includes you when you think you're the only chicken nugget in the box. The menu includes you when you think you're the only pebble on the beach or the only pearl in the shell. The menu includes you when you think that when God put you together he stopped making people. The menu includes you when pride, vainglory, uh, vanity take over when conceit, self-love, self-esteem, boasting, vaunting, preening, pruning, and cascadating set in. You know, we can get so snug and priggish and self-reliant. But a decent menu has an entree. Hilton, it has an entree. And this morning, I want to announce his entree on the menu. The entree is Jesus. I want to have, I got four or five witnesses in there. Jesus is the entree. What do you say, preacher? What, what are you talking about? Jesus said, if you look in your Bibles, Jesus said in uh, chapter 9, verse 23 and 24, if any man, that means woman also come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For, for, somebody say for. For whosoever will save his life will lose it, but whosoever will lose his life for my sake, the same shall save it. But Satan, 
Satan has a menu that says something about uh, pride. Uh, Proverbs 16 and 18 said, Pride goeth before destruction and a haughty spirit. Uh, I think I'm going somewhere with this. And a haughty spirit before a fall. So when we think of ourselves, uh, see, oh, let me just say it like this. When we think of ourselves so much, and we think so much of ourselves, that we could eat ourselves for lunch and relish ourselves for dessert, that's when the menu includes you. But then second of all, when we include it and we're listed on Satan's menu of hatred, malice, and misery. Hatred, malice, and misery. When we experience no peace, when we surround ourselves with uh, animosity, abhorrence, uh, enmity, detestation, and abomination, I want to take that's on the menu. When God is trying to work on us and work in us, that's, that's not on the menu. That's not on his menu. Why do why you say that's not on that menu? Well, let me tell you like this. The Apostle Paul wrote in 1 Corinthians 13 and 7, uh, it, this is something that's not included in the menu. He said, love beareth all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. And then he closed out by saying, love never fails. Now, now, here's another instance. Now, if Paul, you know Paul, had not tasted the goodness of the Lord. I, I think I had witnesses in there. You've been in a Paul position, haven't you? If, if Paul had not tasted the goodness of the Lord and the light of heaven out there on the Damascus Road, I'm talking about that Paul. Paul, that Paul, that was Saul at one time. Because in Acts 9, don't forget Acts 9 and 1, uh, the menu start talking to Paul. The menu start talking to Paul. And you remember in 9 and 1 when, when the menu start talking to Paul, it said, and Saul. Well, you say, well, I thought you said Paul. No, it's, it's Saul. That was, that was, he was on the menu. Saul, uh, breathing out threatenings and slaughter against the disciples of the Lord, went unto uh, the high priest and desired, led us to Damascus, to the synagogues, that if the he be found in this way, whether they be men or women, whether they be found in that way, that he might bring them bound unto Jerusalem. And uh, as he journeyed, you, you know the Bible story. I got all these Bible readers here. Somebody ought to holler right now. Somebody ought to put your hand together right now. And as he journeyed near Damascus, and suddenly there shined about him a light from heaven, and he fell to earth, and why? Because he heard a voice saying unto him, Saul, Saul, why persecutest thou me? And he said, Who art thou? Now he knew something about him because he said, Who art thou, Lord? And the Lord said, I am Jesus, whom thou... Persecutest, it is hard for thee to kick against the pricks. For what he did was he trembling and astonished said, Lord, 
what would you have me to do? And the Lord said, uh, get up, go and arise and go into the city and it shall be told what you must do. The menu had Paul. But one day, God took Paul off the devil's menu. Oh, you ought to praise him right now. Took him off the menu because Saul became Paul after tasting the goodness of the Lord. My brothers and sisters, when we taste the goodness of the Lord, he will change us like he never changes us before. He will change us from Saul to Paul. And let me give you some proof. Let me give you some proof. Paul started testifying, Alan. Paul started getting happy one day in Romans 12 and 3 when he said, For I say, I say that through the grace given unto me, ah, yes, to every man, that means woman also, that is among you, don't you think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but think soberly according to as God has dealt every man and woman that measure of faith. But then thirdly and lastly, we are included on Satan's menu when we feel that we can make it out here all by ourselves. Some of one or two of us trying to do that today. When we think, feel, and act like we don't need God or anybody else. When we start telling ourselves, I got it, I got this, I got me, whatever it takes, I got me, I got family, I got cousins, I got uncles. Some, I got my own way, I got me well, I, I got me and mine well. We might be guilty of that, and I'm not criticizing that because you have to have your business together sometime. You have to have your business together, but I'm telling us, well, I, that is the time when we start thinking like that. That is the time, and all of us are guilty of that, don't get me wrong, that is the time that we ought to a la carte That is the time that we are to allocate ourselves to some of God's goodness and some of God's mercy. That means we are to order up an individual dish and side dish of Jesus Christ and his Holy Spirit. Because sooner... Sooner or later, we're going to need God. I'm going to get old school. Need God on our side. <clears throat> well, I, I, I would say it, I can't say it any other way, but to say it like this. The road is too rough. The COVID journey is too rugged. Uh, the rut is too deep yes, sir. and the route is too difficult yes, if you at home today the pandemic has gotten too rocky from 2020 to 2021 the trip is getting too long 
and the variant. I want to have a God witness in this house. And the variant hmm, is too uncertain. But let me tell you, ultimately, we're going to need an alicot. Alicot for each and every one of our menus. If you take out your own menu today, pull it out, you ought to put a little bit of alicot. Well, you say, what's that? Mean? Well, you ought to alicot. Hast thou not known? Yes. Has I not heard? <laughs> Another portion of it is, has I not heard? Have you not heard about the everlasting God? The God that makes the sun shine. And sometimes he makes the rain. You got an a la carte, a la carte that he gives. He gives us a little bit of happiness and a little bit of pain. My Lord. So when we go home this evening, and some of you are already at home, you ought to get on the side of your bed and uh, put it in your order. You can order an hour to smile and a few minutes of trouble. You can order a bed to sleep and thank God for the bed you're sleeping in. You can order a mountain with a valley. And that's on the side. You can order a moment of sadness. And you can throw in a happy day. Well, this menu is not from Burger King. But it's from the King of Kings. It's a difference, you know, between Burger King and the king of kings. There's a difference between Mickey D's and the master of the seas. And when you go and order at the drive-through window, ah, uh, and with this pandemic, we're driving through and picking up. But this morning, before I go to my seat, there is another window and this window was paid in full over 20 centuries ago. This window was a Jesus window. Jesus gave us the receipt. What did he say? He said, I have come that ye might have life and that ye might have life more abundantly that means when we got God whatever we're willing to order we ought to be willing to order some of the will of God and we don't have to pay extra because with this window life is automatically supersized somebody say supersized Somebody say it's larger than that. Well, why? Because one day God told Malachi that those who are obedient 
Allen, he told them that if you're obedient, I'll open up the windows of heaven and I will supersize your blessing because when God steps in, he'll do the supersizing. Well, why do you say he's going to supersize your blessing? Well, I'm going to say this is what it does when it supersizes your blessing. I can say call the role. He supersized Samson strength and he became the world's strongest man. He supersized Abraham's faith and he became the bosom of the land. And the Lord, he supersized Solomon's wisdom. And Solomon became the wisest man of all times. He supersized Methuselah. And he supersized his life of 969 years. He supersized David's life of humility. And God... David's heart because he loved the Lord with all of his heart. He supersized Hezekiah's sickness and God gave him 15 more years. Well, if he did it for those, I come to tell you he will do it for you and me. Do you believe he'll do it for you? If you believe he'll do it for you, you ought to stand up and you ought to put your hand together. He can supersize your blessing because all you have to do is trust in him. All you have to do is believe in him. And if you do that, he'll supersize your joy. He'll supersize your charity. He'll supersize your health. He'll supersize your trust. He'll supersize your knowledge. He'll supersize your faith. And he'll supersize your heart. What can wash away my sin? A supersized grace. Supersized grace of the goodness of the Lord. What can make me whole again? A supersized faith. In the grace of the Lord. Trouble in my way. I have to cry sometimes. So much trouble in my way. I have to cry sometimes. I lay awake at night. But that's alright right. Cause I know Jesus He loves, he will fix it After a while After a while Trouble in my way Trouble in my way I have to cry sometimes I have to cry sometimes So my trouble Sometimes I have to cry. 